Hey guys, it's Tung here. Just some editor's notes before we jump into the episode. Originally, with the two extra guests that I brought on for today, Tan and Kevin, I had them planned to discuss, bring some more ideas between single parent and dual parent families, rather than just me and Michelle. But we did get caught up on the COVID-19 topic, so we'll have to save that for a separate episode. Without further ado, enjoy today's show. Hello and welcome to episode two of Rice and Mike's podcast. I'm your host, Tung Nguyen, and I'm joined today uh, again with Michelle. Michelle, how are you going? Yes. 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 Nice, nice. And we're joined with two other guests today. That's Kevin. Hello. And Tan. Hello. Very, very nice. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm all right. I'm doing pretty alright. I just just want to let you guys know they call me Big Kev around the area, so just want you to. Okay, relax, relax. Just want you to. Just mentioning that. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll we'll leave it at that. Time. Uh not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, pretty good right now. That's excellent. Despite no. the uh, current circumstances around our society, but yeah, all good. Yeah. So the the gap between episode one and episode two is quite lengthy. We recorded that. Probably early January, if I recall correctly. Oh, did you record a first episode? How did that go? Oh, come on, man. I thought you were an avid listener. Well, we kind of downplayed COVID-19 a little, or coronavirus, on the street, as it's called. Yeah, it's gotten a bit out of hand. Let, let's go with that. I feel feel the same. I kind of underestimated the degree, the disease as well when it first started. Like, it won't affect me. Pretty much the same thing. I honestly, I thought it'd be like the swine flu outbreak we had all those years ago. Yeah, it did spread, but not to the extent. So uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty worrying. I didn't think it'd get to Australia. I think it was already in Australia for a while. But no, when, we, like when we before we left Japan, there was no cases in Australia. I think it only started like end of February. It was probably like a small number. It was like five people. It was very early from what I remember. Like anyways, in terms of the... Yeah. There's a reason why we weren't too scared of it. Because of the the statistics. Right. See, everyone looks at the statistics. It's mostly, what is it, like 60, 70-year-olds that have a higher uh, yeah. mortality rate due to their immune system. That's what we know so far. Yeah. And I only started thinking more about it about how it would affect my family if I were to get it. Yeah. So if I were to get it and my parents catched it, I wouldn't want that happening. So that's when I that's when I woke up, I think. Mm. We weren't really thinking about going through this topic, but because it's such a hot topic, everyone's talking about it. We thought we'd just cover it. It's the new, new hot thing. New hot thing. We are currently in stage two? Two. Lockdown? As yeah, for New South Wales, New South Wales. Yeah, so there was just a conference of some sort. I forgot the actual term of it. With Today, Scott Morrison. Yeah. Yeah, um, I believe he was discussing the uh, level three lockdown. Not necessarily level not three, but not, not 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 really level three, but it was more of a more stricter level two. 
like ah, 2.5 okay. or something. Well, they're talking about a third stimulus package. Alright, let, let's go through it one at a time, depending where you're listening from. We'll just go through the basics. I'm pretty sure you might have heard of this already somehow. So, band and closed, so you've got clubs closed, hotels, pubs, casinos, nightclubs, cinemas, auction houses, and we don't really care about that. Personal services, beauty therapy, tanning, massage, tattoo parlors, outdoor and indoor markets. A lot of those were already closed. Yeah, but I think it's more of a just straight up ban. Yeah, they'll get big fines for that. So there's also amusement parks, arcades, galleries, museums, libraries, swimming pools, gyms. And one of the worst that you probably heard about would be the overseas travel. The funny thing oh, was no. that a lot of people found weird was the boot camps, personal training, only 10 people was the limit. And also the 30-minute time limit for a barber. That was a bit weird. I think 30 they minute. changed both minute. of them already. Yeah, so they, they lifted the that rule on the 26th lifted, of March. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing on The Guardian, on their news report. But they changed the bootcamp thing, so it's two now, not ten. Yeah, that was the recent one, so that's been changed to two. Can I still get a fresh cut? Well, there's no time limit, so I reckon you'd be right. You know, I, I, I need a fresh cut when I'm in my coffin. It's the most important thing. Uh, uh, weddings restricted to five people, restaurants, cafes, delivery, takeaway only. Funerals, no more than 10 people. Visits to houses should be kept to a very small number of people, including family, barbecues, and birthday parties. Now, that's an interesting one. So, you can't really see your friends either, even if it's not in a public area. So, I don't know how they're going to enforce that. Well, maybe we should ask one of our police mates, eh? Most likely, they'll say they don't really care. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's not important to, to meet up with your mates. Or is it? Not really. Actually, speaking of which, when was the last time you guys were out? When was the last time we were out? When did you when did you last break the rules? Yesterday. <laughs> I'm sure we went over to my house, but that's that that that's that's Does that count? Any... Oh that's family. Isn't, that that's only, fine. isn't that only more than ten people at a gathering? And yeah, bro- he's my brother. Um <laughs> <laughs> It says visits to houses should be kept to a very small number of people. I think it's more of like don't invite a big group of people to your to your house. It's not essential. Like it's fine if a family member or two comes over, but not like five. I think it's been one week. One week since I've seen anyone besides workmates. Or been outside in that matter. A lot of jobs have been closed. You know, they've been telling people to just either work from home or if you're a non essential in this case. You lose your job. Made redundant, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I don't know if there was any severance package that some people may have gotten, depending on your job. Isn't the um the Centrelink thing sort of like a severance severance package from the government? I'm not too sure though. That's their bailout package. We were just so keen on getting into the topic that we forgot to introduce everyone. So Kevin's been one of my good friends for a few years. <laughs> a few years? A few years is what you call it. A few years. It's gone so fast. It hasn't been a decade already. <laughs> Shit, when did we graduate? 2014. 2014. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a few years. Nah, I, th- I, think, I, think, I think we've been good friends for the past few years, but we've been friends for like a decade. What? We graduated in 2014? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, six years yeah. ago. 2014 is when we graduated. Holy crap, that's a whole what, high six school. six years ago? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> yep, time now, flies. Now look back in the six years. 
What have you done with your life? Nothing. <laughs> a decent amount. Well, we can all say the same thing. Not a lot that I remember, though. Yeah. As long as I don't become, you know, a druggie or anything, I think I'm alright. That's what most people aspire not to be. Alright, Kevin, we'll, we'll do a little interview, per se. It's like a job right. interview. Uh, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Kevin, and I just work now. Nice. What do you do for work, Kevin? I'm a uh, data center technician in infrastructure operations. That sounds very complicated. It's, uh, yeah, here and there. With the whole COVID-19 happening, has your job been affected at all? Besides being more clean? No. Because our, our job is considered, if you would be, you know, essential. You know, just, uh, would be considered an essential worker. Oh, I see. Because uh, we support the backbone or the infrastructure of the government. So if our servers were to go down or our infrastructure was to go down, then the government would go down too. Oh, right. So no, my, my job, I'm grateful, is very secured right now in these dark times. Have there been any rumours of working from home? I think only those who aren't required to go on site, they can possibly work from home. Even then, we have our team in China too, who've gone through this whole corona thing. And they've just continued working like there was an issue. It was just be more PPE, more clean, just all the standard safety things you would require for the coronavirus. But I think what they changed is what they they didn't they changed to a shift work kind of schedule, so that way there's less people interacting with each other during the day. Oh, because okay. Everyone is doing different times, doing different shifts, doing night shifts, doing day shifts, whatever. So that's where the social distance. More people. Yeah, it's spread out more than condensed now because of shift work. Okay, that's good. So job hasn't been affected? Not that much. Yeah. Fortunately. Or unfortunately, if you look at it, you know. <laughs> Tan, how are you going? Yes, I'm good. So, uh, to introduction of myself. So yes, as stated earlier, my name is Tan. I am 23, born and raised in Australia with a Vietnamese background, and I'm currently a manager slash shift supervisor at Pizza. Nice, man. But it sounds like such a job nice. interview. It's the way you're doing it. <laughs> 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 let the people know who I am. All right, nice. So, all right, you're working in hospitality. Have sales yeah, gone that's up? That's correct. Yes, definitely. Definitely sales have gone up. Um, um, yes. Due to the closure, closure of some shops, Obviously, there isn't really any, I guess, much choices now as much as there were before in terms of food. So, obviously, a business has gone up. Wow. So, you're just smashing out a bunch of orders, like double more than usual? Any sort of Ooh, any I, figure I, you can give I, us? I wouldn't say double, but um, the best way I can describe it is definitely we're putting on more staff than what we normally would for each particular day. So, you're, you're are you hiring more people now? Uh, yeah, oh, definitely. Most definitely. A lot more so delivery drivers, I, was, I would assume. Uh, I was recently in charge mm-hmm. of putting up our Indeed driver ad for the shop. Wow, recruiter. In about an hour, we had about maybe 20, 30 applicants. Huh. Oh, basically maybe the first hour, yeah. When are you going to take over the business? Not yet, not yet. I don't know if I want to, <laughs> but... Uh, You're basically doing everything, man, a, a business owner would do. Open your own branch. Uh, we franchisee, you never know. You could be your own franchisee owner, you know. 
It's like with the level of things you're doing right now, man. <laughs> I mean, it would it wouldn't be the worst idea opening food like hospitality at this time. Yeah, but there's a lot of rules and regulations that you got to follow, especially if you're franchising as well. There's there's a lot of hidden costs and stuff like that. You don't really notice. And there's yeah, a lot that goes especially into Especially with it, all yeah. this corona thing. There's a lot of... Yeah, especially with that as well. You don't know how the market's going to work. You don't know if things are going to get inflated, stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things to do there. So besides hiring more people has corona affected your business in any other way uh, definitely it's definitely changed the way we operate now obviously with the whole social distancing rules and that and all that sort of stuff we've had to really change the way we sort of operate in the shop in terms of cleanliness so for example um if, even in the shop right now we can't be standing next to each other at all what? Mm-hmm. um yeah which is kind of hard at times especially when it's peak hour and you have like let's say six seven eight people in the shop we try our best to another rule we've started implementing is every 30 minutes now we're uh, washing our hands and every hour we're sanitizing everything whether it be the workbenches the chairs the tools we're using stuff like that it's it's really it has affected the way we operate the shop so it's much more thorough than before yeah pretty much because this is remember this is a hospitality deal hospitality as well food Mm. uh, i don't know if it can if the coronavirus can be spread through food i'm not direct i'm not too entirely sure about it but if it's one way then obviously we'll try our best not to have people affected through it. I, th- I think you can i'm pretty sure like I, if they sneeze on it then i think you can yeah if yeah, someone coughs sense. on your yeah, yeah, food yeah. or something like water droplets sneeze then yeah they just stay on your pizza or something mm. okay and no one would like that of course not to mention look will make the business look so bad as well if a case happens to happen pizza because of pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Here's something that's been on the news. It's been joked about for a while. Toilet paper <laughs> and hand sanitizer. <laughs> so right before... Oh, God. Where do we even start with this? Okay, let's start with um, the beginning, actually. How did it become a thing? Oh, I like thought honestly, our, I thought it was a joke at first. Especially I in our just... community, in our community, especially in this area, how did it become a thing? I didn't know about it until my coworker told me you should start stocking up in toilet paper. I'm like, why? People are going to buy it out, or like it's an essential. I'm like, really? Can't you use water? <laughs> they never clean their bottles. Like, can't use water or hands? Oh. I was like, nah. and then I think it just got out of hand, honestly. It's nuts. It's just herd mentality. It is. It is. That's what it is. From what I know, it's it started from China and they had some issues with suppliers because no one was working in their factories. And then all of China, or predominantly most of them, weren't able to get any because no one was working in those factories. Mm-hmm. And then that starts to spread. And I don't know about any listeners out there, but if your parents use it, most likely... They would have WeChat, some sort of variant of that. Maybe they have relatives up there. They message your parents and they start going crazy. And they start messaging all their friends around the area. That's where it all starts there. Word of mouth is so crazy. It's ridiculous. Considering Asian aunties. They get pretty crazy in terms of like word of mouth kind of thing. Yeah. Like I mean, like being stubborn, basically. Mm. And that goes into the herd mentality, yeah. The funny thing is, our toilet paper is all 
I think like 80% of it's made in Australia. So there's, there's no shortage. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I was able to get like toilet paper recently was because my sister's a nurse and they gave special opening times for my sister. Oh, that's during the uh, like s- uh, yeah, the early opening 7 hour. to 8 a.m. thing? Yeah. Is it, is it with Coles only? That I've heard it's only with I think Coles. it was with Woolies. Or Woolies Coles, as well. Either one. But then usually whenever I would go for the to the supermarkets, because we're running out of toilet paper. I didn't buy it before all these crazy things happened. Craze happened. But we were running out. Damn. So it was quite fortunate that my sister was a nurse. Yes. Or unfortunate. Depends how you see it. Do you guys know anyone that stocked up or hoarded? Um, uh, personally, no, no, I don't know anyone. I don't know if I knew anyone personally, but my workmate told me to stock up on toilet paper before everyone went for toilet paper. So I think he, he hoarded. Michelle, so what do you do for work? I work at a pet store. Um, we, bo- we have both online and a physical store. It's just a small business that's run by two people. Yeah, we sell pet food, pet accessories. People have been panic buying a lot of pet stuff as well because they need to feed the animals. So I hear, I hear a lot of people are adopting now. I don't know if it's happening oh, here. Oh, but it's actually it's... really... Yeah, I've seen a lot of people bring in puppies now. Puppies? Like people, are, people are panic buying animals. Oh, but why? Because they, they, they don't want to be lonely at home. Uh, Is that the reason why? Yeah, uh, okay. Like, yeah, I guess so. Like, companion to have. Yeah, uh, like a pe- companion. So I've I've seen a lot of people buy like puppy things, bring the puppies in as well, buy new animals, asking us for advice on what to buy for the animals. Like they have zero experience, but they just already bought the dog or cat or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what's a popular breed? Popular breed. Yeah, are they are they just adopting? I think any? they're going for yeah. Any, any, any puppies that's available. Anybody. Is this just to keep them company during the quarantine? Yeah. Yeah. It's happening all over the world, especially in America. But I kind of wonder what would happen afterwards when this whole thing blows. Yeah, over. No, I feel like after it's over and the puppy phase is over, everyone's gonna put them back at the shelter. Um, Either abandon them or yeah, the yeah. dogs would have abandonment issues or attachment issues. One hundred percent. That's what happens during Christmas as well. You know, parents buy puppies for their kids and stuff. Once the puppy phase is over, the parents can't look after them anymore. They just put them back in the shelter. That's why I think. After like six or so months after Christmas, that's when it's peak in shelters. Really? People return them after the holiday period? After the puppy phase. Ah. Because they're not cute anymore. Oh, they're too big. That's quite... That's sad. Especially especially like huskies and stuff. People buy them as puppies because they're so cute. But then once they grow older, they're really yappy, they're energetic, they shed a lot. And parents just like, nah, I can't deal with this. That's sad. I didn't think that was a thing at all. I That's... never heard of this. Probably because I haven't owned a pet, but wow. Hey, you got fish. Yeah. Very, very common. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, you have that a counts. fish, time. You have a fish? Fishes. Oh, you have fishes? Fishes. Fishes. Why did you get fishes? Stop that. I don't know. My mom actually wanted them. Oh, so it's not you, but your mom. No, nah, yeah, my mom wanted them. If you were to get a pet, what would you get? If I could, I'd get a dog. A dog? <laughs> What breed though? How like you? Uh, <laughs> what? I, I just heard that. I don't. <laughs> what? what? I, I don't know. I don't have any breed that I know of. And I don't know. No preference. What Big dog, small dog, medium. I wouldn't mind a big dog. Oh, I 
I like small dogs. That's very Asian of you. I went to, over to my friend's house and she had a big dog and I just couldn't handle a big dog. It was just too, too energetic, too, too overwhelming, I think. You can't overpower it. Yeah, I, just, I prefer my small dog. Yeah, you can beat it up. I like it better. And my small dog does not hump me. Oh, but you have, a, you have a girl dog. No, my dog does not hump me. The big dog does it. Isn't it a guy? Yeah. Females hump. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit, they take charge. Anyways. <laughs> it's mandatory to wear masks at work now, which is good, because I serve at the cash register. I serve at the front. And I'm always touching dirty money, talking to people. Um, we've tried implementing the 1.5 meter distance, so we've put tape on the floor. But one thing, it's like a pet peeve. I really hate it when people lick their fingers before touching the cash. Like, just to spread, like, the 50s or whatever. That reminds so that, me of just handing out homework stuff. Tape. Yeah, like what uh, teachers I, do, but with money, and they lick their fingers. It's disgusting. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't like that either. Yeah. I, look, I personally don't know a single Asian who does it. I, I worked in hospitality too, but I feel like it was such a non-Asian thing to do for some reason. Is that the PC way of saying it? Yeah. <laughs> uh. No, I, I I don't know what nationality they are most of the time. I just look at what they do. No, like, I, I realised it was a trend in... I don't think any Asian wants to lick their own money. They don't lick the money, they lick the fingers. I know what you mean. They lick the finger, then they but still, yeah. the money. You should have gloves. Yeah. Do you have gloves? No, we have F10, which is a veterinary-grade disinfectant that we spray counter on our counters and the cash register every time there's a new customer. So every time we finish serving them, we spray it, spray our hands. And I think by the end of this, my hands going to be very, very dry. Very wrinkly. Do you have moisturizer in handy? We Shit. do, yeah. There's a moisturizer, a hand sanitizer gel, and a spray next to the register. Got the whole wazoo. Yeah, and then every like 10 minutes or so, we have to walk around the store and spray all the baskets and trolleys, just in case. Because the thing is that we're not like a chain or a franchise, we're just one store. If one of us gets sick, then we, we have to close the store. Just because all of us have to quarantine, you know what I mean? Because uh. there's only like what, like, there's only like 10 workers that work under my company. And if one of us gets sick, we don't know how long it's been spreading around the store or whatever. Would you call yourself your business an essential business? Yeah, of course. It's like the supermarket but for pets. Exactly, yeah. Because you can't buy everything you need at Woolies or Coles for your animals. Let's say like medication. Oh, actually you can. Well, you can't really buy like cream or like vet dis- prescriptions. Yeah. On like at Woolies or Coles. you got to go to, you know, Pet Barn or like an actual store that's that's got it. But if worse comes to worse, we're going to just shut down our store and just work on the online side. So we're just going to pack and deliver. Your store sells the veterinary grade sanitizer? Yes, but people have been panic buying that too. Like how many at a time? We didn't we didn't have we didn't implement any limit to people yet. What we've been doing is just putting one on on the shelves and just saying it's been out of stock. There's been times where we'd had like six bottles on the shelf and a customer would be like, um, can I have all of those? There's no limit, let me buy them more. And then can you call me can you call me back if there's more in stock? Like it's not necessary. You don't need six bottles. Yeah. It's stupid. Did you guys set a limit? Well, we can't anymore because we sold out. 
So we just kept a couple bottles for ourselves. So you let them buy? Yeah, we couldn't stop them because we didn't implement it, the rule earlier. They would be cheering if they got all of that. Oh, they did. Will you use it or do you think they're going to sell it? The mother, I don't know. She, she, she drove in on the Mercedes and stuff. She looked very, very rich. Hmm. I think she's probably going to keep it to herself, to be honest. Looked. She was, um... Hey, maybe she's rich for a reason. Doing shit like this. Hmm, maybe. It's not necessary people for people to panic buy those kind of stuff. Yeah, it's mob mentality. Well, what can you do? Yeah. Going back to toilet paper. Toilet paper is stupid. Out of all the things to hoard, toilet paper. Really, now. There's so many alternatives to toilet paper. Yeah, like your hands. Yeah, yeah water. <laughs> water. Or, or get the thing that you got recently, right, Tung? Yes, a bidet. I can't believe people don't have bidets. It's not a standard in the West. I regret not buying it any time. Uh, I regret not buying it sooner because the price has gone up. All been price jacked. You bought it for like two hundred and something dollars. I think it's eight hundred now. Eight hundred for the coke for the Kogan one. Yeah. Wow. That's right. What can you do? Well, here's an interesting article I came across. Uh, this is from the ABC, and this was posted, uh, I think, six days ago. So it says, coronavirus panic buying, no issue for Victorian family, toilet paper free for five years. A regional Victorian family has gone toilet paper free for five years, and as a result have found themselves ahead of the curve when it comes to dealing with coronavirus panic buying. Well, this is an interesting article, you're going to like this one. Megan Patrick from Dalesford, uh, Dalesford. Now use a squat composting toilet and family cloths, reusable wipes made from flannel. They made the change when they realized the popular toilet paper delivery service they use manufactured their rolls in China. The flannel is from an, a local op shop and has been going strong for five years. After each wipe, the cloth is put into a bucket beside the toilet with optional eucalyptus oil. And every five days to a week, the family cloth takes a spin in a front-loading washing machine at maximum heat. After being washed, the family cloth is dried on an outdoors clothes horse. It is just one in a series of changes the couple has made over the course of a decade, including giving up shopping at supermarkets, giving up their car, and turning off the gas at home in favour of a wood heater. It's to save Hold money. Hold up. So, if they were to use that to wipe the ass after they chuck a shit, yeah. wouldn't, the, wouldn't it be... Crispy? If they left it in the bucket to dry for like a week? I mean, that's why they're using maximum heat, right? <laughs> that's why they're washing in maximum heat. But yeah, to melt it back down. Where does it go in the washing machine? It'll go down the Is there a drain? I guess the drain. Oh. Where do you think the water goes? I'm, I was thinking of a dryer. <laughs> Isn't there like a hose that connects to like <laughs> yeah, 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 there's a drain. drain. Is that? There's a drain. Yeah. Oh, drains. I guess it's dry, like, but even then, that's that's pretty nasty. It's like reusing I, a paper towel. It's fucking weird. So I, I don't think I would want want to wash my clothes knowing that my washing machine has been washed with like fecal matter. Actually, yeah, I a don't. bunch, a bunch of fecal matter. And it's been the same cloth for five years. Yeah, five years. <laughs> the same one. Five years. I mean, you can't blame them. They're from regional Victoria. Oh Does that say anything about how much money they've saved using this method? Not you know? a number. I don't think they save much if you think about it. How much do you spend? 
How much did you spend to run the washing machine to wash that? Actually, oh yeah. Uh, I want to look for to save on toilet paper. That's, that's not, yeah, you're, you're putting your energy in the wrong area. But they're thinking of the environment. I mean, isn't toilet paper recyclable? Oh no, it goes down the drain. But even though it's just one family, right? Regional Victoria. I mean, you can recycle it if you want. <laughs> Look, if worst comes to worst, why can't we use nature? We just wipe our ass with leaves. Yeah. But days are nuts. You guys have to get on that. Not if it's up, like, times I, four. Look, I, I know there's both sides, right? People don't want water shooting up their ass. And the other side where people, people enjoy it. But it's the same thing if you were to shower and wash your ass. Do you not wash your ass when you shower? I wash my ass, but it's it? different. Why? It's like a pressure hose. You wipe your ass before you go in the shower, right? Yeah. Well, not anymore. I spray it. Yeah, but see, you sp- spray it, so... You can, you can still wipe, but you don't need that much toilet paper. You wipe your ass before you go in the shower, and then you wash your ass. It's different between... No, no, no. What I'm saying is people don't like the feeling of having water shut up their ass. You get used but, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People, yeah. People but it's a lot more mouth. clean. I don't mind it. And you don't use as much toilet paper. Because you don't see... Oh my god. It's been reduced. I wasn't sure if I had enough toilet paper. I'd check the closet, the you know the bathroom drawers, if there were any left. Thankfully, there's still like two packs. My parents usually buy it in bulk. We ran out. So that was fine. Once I got the bidet... I was on the same toilet roll, for, I think, so it's like my family uses the toilet. We're probably on the same roll for like maybe a week. It's the, you, you, boys use a lot less toilet rolls than girls. It's really just to dry. That's it. Yeah, we have to because wipe. yeah, your water's wet. I mean your ass is wet. Sorry. Yeah, I used to have a hose installed. Like uh, in Asia, like the Southeast, Southeast Asian, Asian ones. I used to have an o- hose installed in my toilet. Where you can just spray your ass after you take a shit poo. <laughs> that's nuts. And that 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 was when I got used to it. That was normal. I was like, that's yeah, the cheap alternative. That's fifteen dollars. I spent two hundred and fifty on my bidet, and now it's Ch- like it's price jacked to like six eight hundred. So <laughs> not really an option. Um, if I really want to save toilet paper, the bidet that I bought also has a drying function, but <laughs> a bit. You know, over the top, but not something I really use. Do you think bidet is going to become the norm? I hope it does. It really is. When do you think it will become the norm in Australia? Because after coming from Japan, holy crap, almost every single toilet had a bidet. No, this is the thing. It's expensive, and you know if it's in a public toilet, it's going to get bamboozled by someone. Here in Sydney, right? Yeah, public toilets, it's no chance that's going to be installed. But not in Japan, of course. I think it's manufactured in Japan. So it's cheaper to, you know, bulk buy that. It's not going to get vandalised. Wouldn't that be a good business? Why don't we open a factory here? In oh, Sydney God. For bidet then? No one's going to buy it. <laughs> Although you said the issue was that it was not manufactured here. They are. There's no issue with manufacture- okay. manufacturing here. Hmm... Yeah. Maybe it's just a culture thing. It's probably a culture thing. I don't know how it got so popular or big in Japan anyways. It's just cleaner. It's better for your ass. If you get like, let's say you you dip your hand 
in like manure, right? You don't just wipe it with paper towels. Yeah, water. Same thing. Yeah, and soap. Well, yeah, but let's just say you pick for one. your hands, but not your ass. Now, if you have a pressure hose, that's nuts. You get that on your butt. It's gonna get it all off. All those little poo chips gone. That was, that was similar to the hose I was I used back back when I was a kid. Yeah, the hose is like fifteen bucks. I mean, but that's I think people just don't care if there's a bit of poo on their butt compared to their hand because you don't use your butt for everything, but you use your hand for everything. It's just a comparison. Yeah, but this whole situation in general is just such a crappy situation, right? Please leave. I'll see myself out. Did <laughs> in. Uh, now, with this, people don't have enough toilet paper. Pasta! People have been panic buying pasta. Sorry, hold on. There have been a lot of reports of plumbers finding a lot of blockages. Let's see, in this article from the ABC, in eastern Victoria, Gippsland region, the number of sewer blockages has tripled since February. A lot of those are things that you can't flush. So they dragged up underwear. Don't know why that's there. Flushable toilet... Uh, was it flushable wet wipes or something? Those flushable actually, wet. contrary to belief, aren't flushable. They don't break down. But there's also baby wipes, tissues... Tea towels, newspaper. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. Those are the alternatives that people are using. And if you don't have any toilet paper, just go in the shower because you're gonna run into a bigger issue if your sewers get clogged up. Other people knew not to flush down baby wipes and the likes down the toilet paper. I thought that was like a general knowledge kind of thing. People get desperate. It's very strange. Or maybe they're just ignorant. I don't know. Can never tell, but I'd say desperation. If okay, you don't have to flush then, just throw it in the bin. Oh, see, they don't like that. The smell's gonna linger. No, the smell is not gonna linger because it's on a baby wipe, and the baby wipe kind of cleanses the smell. Ah, right. We gotta tell a lot of people that aren't gonna listen. I'm speaking from experience, by the way. Oh, okay. Emergencies happen, and you, you, you get those shits where you, no matter how much times you wipe, it just keeps. Staining, right? Ah, oh, yes, the infinite wipe. Those kind of shits, the infinite wipe. Shit. That's what the bidet's for. Yeah, or baby wipes, but don't flush it down the toilet. Ah, I'm pretty sure. Um, I've got which company it was, but they sell toiletries, like wet wipes for your butt. I don't know if it's degradable in the water, so I'm not sure how they do it. But then they do sell it. For your ass, like specifically for your butt. If it's a wet wipe, then no, because the way how toilet paper works is that if it gets wet, it gets, uh, it breaks down in the water pretty much. So with COVID nineteen originating in China, there have been a lot of racial attacks, ah, yes, racism. Yes. Yeah. I haven't experienced that so far Sammy I haven't had any bad nah nothing bad Sammy yeah nothing bad but you see it all the time on the internet yeah it's mostly what I've seen it's mostly recounts of other people I haven't experienced it either I think it's just because we're in such a Asian suburb 
I think it's just Ariana General is very multicultural. Yeah. But still, if if you were to cough, people would just look at you. Yeah, that, that they give you. I they think give anyone though, not just Asians. For that at this matter. point, yeah. But when it first started, there was definitely more of a stigma against Asian people having some sort of symptom. Yeah, because of the whole China thing. Yeah. So there's just misinformation going around everywhere. People saying you're gonna get fined for this for that if. If you're carpooling with someone that's not from your household, like you can only go with what two do, people. Why do you think people like spreading misinformation? I have no idea. Just for a laugh? Just for a laugh? Maybe just for clout? They want popularity or something? Attention, maybe? Attention seekers? Yeah, they want shares, they want likes on their Facebook status. They want that endorphin? Ah, really like yes. They get. Yes, yes. That's probably it. <laughs> no, but I don't know. Sometimes I understand why people spread out misinformation. Maybe it's just been really bad Chinese whispers. Chinese whispers. It could be. Mm-hmm. Either or looking for someone to blame. Anyways, the coronavirus has really made it had an impact, especially against Asians. I think so far, I've never seen this much discrimination or racism before the coronavirus. Yeah, people see it as like a like a free pass essentially to just a blame them. I I sometimes see it as a scapegoat too, for all the shit that's happening right now. They're looking for someone to blame. And like, oh, where did it come from? Wuhan, right? Where's Wuhan? In China. China. Where's China? In blame Asia, this. right? Just blame all the fucking Asians. Yeah, I've seen a lot of tweets where people just get. You know, attacked even though they're from like Vietnam, Cambo. That is, people just saying, "Oh, you're from China. Go back to where you came from. Stop bringing the virus over." It's ridiculous. The bigotry is so insane now. Did you see the? Did you see the charts on how many people have been affected? Like it's like the highest ones, like Europe. Yeah, but it started from China, and people won't forget that. So how about that gathering at Bondi Beach? <laughs> that was so fucking stupid. <laughs> For those that don't know, when there were stage two lockdowns in place, you weren't supposed to go to places you didn't need to go, and you also needed to keep like about a 1.5 meter distance yep. between other people. Social distancing. And Bondi Beach in Sydney pretty much looked like it was unaffected. People everywhere. It's crowded. And I'm pretty sure there were some people that tested positive after. I think some European backpackers, from what I remember. Yeah. And that's where tougher restrictions were brought into place. I'm not sure if it was level one first, and then it turned to level two because of that. It was one or the other. I think that's what happened. It's quite crazy. I know it's happening all over the world, too. When people are are told to stay home, but they don't. Yeah, I think we're very behind compared to different countries. In terms of the response? Yeah. Community. And restrictions as well. Like, look, look at Italy. They already shut down everything, you know? Why can't They're we in lockdown. Aren't they in a worse condition than us, though? So it makes... Yeah, that's why they're in lockdown. We're not in lockdown yet. Yeah, they're in worse condition, but we don't want to wait till we're in worse condition to do that. No, that's true, though. If the numbers continue to rise, then we might be in lockdown. I see it happening. 
The lockdown, it, 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 it's gonna happen in every loop. If the numbers keep rising. 100% the numbers are gonna keep rising. We'll see. Maybe everyone will be smart about it. But I know everyone I know now are washing their hands more, using hand sanitizer, and cleaning themselves more now, I think. Yeah, I've never washed my hands so much in my life. What's, what's something you guys didn't realise before the coronavirus happened and you realise now? How important hand hygiene is? Yeah, that was one of the things, actually. I didn't wash my hands as often as I had thought before the coronavirus. Yeah, it was only when I showered. That was me. Most of the time. Or like toilet, I, obviously. I poop. It was only after I pooped that I, I usually use soap. And like, you know, after toilet. But now I always use soap for anything. Everything. Anyone else? Hmm. Uh, no. Uh, pretty much. My hand. Ah, I can't I didn't realise there were a lot of, what would you call it, anxiety or stupid people in in our society or community before this corona thing happened. I already knew there was a lot of stupid people. Alright, well now with the coronavirus, Australia's closed its borders. If you're not from Australia, you'd have to turn back. We've got one of our mates who just landed in... Just. Just today. Just, just. And midnight yesterday that's well midnight today yesterday let's let's go with yesterday let's go with uh saturday 12 a.m that's when the restrictions were held in place where if you landed in no matter where you came from you'd have to be isolated for 14 days and they put you into a hotel quarantined quarantined yeah and quarantined for 14 days yeah he's in a four-star hotel he snapchatted us. It actually doesn't look half bad, but he has to sit there 14 days. Uh, he does get three meals a day. With nothing but his phone. And his Probably laptop. Internet He's got a laptop. And they get free Wi-Fi. Uh-huh, yeah. Are they being patrolled? I mean, uh, yeah, aren't they being patrolled by, like, the uh, federal police or something like that? I'm not too sure. Police, army, there's something else. There's actually quite a lot. I think ADF, Australian Defence Force. Ah, uh, uh, off the top of my head, I don't recall. But he does get Foxtel as well. <laughs> which Jesus. is, I don't know, there's no sports going on. Well, he could that, watch movies. Uh, you can watch movies on there. Some docos as well. Yeah, and he's told us that one of the people that he was with, it was about 30 minutes after they got into the room and they had strict instructions to stay in the room. You cannot go out, not even outside the hallway have to remain in the room can't wander around the hotel at all and he said after about 30 minutes one of the guests that he was with already went outside i think they took him to prison i don't know if they're gonna just keep him in there as a scare tactic or something but that was pretty crazy already yeah a scare tactic making an example out of him exactly that's that's what i was trying yeah so. so when he gets food they drop it at the door knock leave and then he just grabs it after like a minute it's crazy sounds like jail (laughs) a fancy jail it does it's understandable especially after the whole boat accident that did that happened oh the cruise you know one of my workmate actually was on that cruise and she came back she came back to work right after the cruise because they didn't tell her to quarantine or anything and i think she landed on wednesday she came back to work on thursday and then Friday, and on Saturday, they emailed her and told her to quarantine. 
<laughs> and that's the cruise that everyone was talking about that had a few confirmed cases. Yeah. That was on the no, news. There were apparently there was none. What? What do you mean? I remember them saying that they did not know anyone on the cruise that had coronavirus till afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they said there was no confirmed cases, so everyone could go do whatever. No need to quarantine. Or they no need to them. isolate. And then afterwards, they, they found yeah. out there was like 50 or something people yeah. that had it. They didn't test them before or after. But the thing is that they thought they didn't need to get tested because they never docked anywhere. They were on the boat the whole time. So they didn't go to New Zealand. Uh, oh. The only... Yeah, so they only left Sydney, stayed at sea, and then came back. That's interesting. Interesting. That's why they said there was no need to quarantine. But probably like one or two people were already infected and then hopped on. Yeah, no social distancing on there. Nope, you're stuck on a boat. It's so stupid. I thought it would be like common sense just to quarantine, just to be careful. Nope. And here's an interesting article I found. This is from Yahoo, one of their articles on here. So Tokyo Olympics 2020, that's been postponed, I believe, 2021. All the major sporting, pretty much everything's been postponed. Yeah. Till further notice. So if it does come down next year, they're still going to brand it as Tokyo 2020 Olympics. And what I found interesting was, let's see, Japan's finance minister, Taro Aso, referencing an eerie 40-year anomaly that saw, uh, before I continue, so there's this notion that there's a 40-year curse that happens with the Olympics. So if we go back 40 years ago, 1980, mm-hmm. Moscow Games, mm-hmm. yeah. that had just boycotts because of the Russian invasion of Afghanistan. 65 different nations refused to participate. And then in 1940, that was cancelled due to World War Two. Pretty interesting. I heard Japan have been the only country to have their Olympics cancelled or postponed twice. What was the other time? I think it was one of the World Wars. Or was it recently? Where you mean like a summer postponed. games or something? Winter games? No, the Olympics. I think Japan is just unlucky. How long ago was this? Can look that up. 1964? Wait, summer or winter Olympics? Might have been summer. I'd, I'd have to find like a source for that. They've hosted it three times. So in 1964 was the Summer Olympics. And then in 1972 and 1998, it was the Winter Olympics. And then the one coming up, or okay, was yeah, yeah. Japan was a country affected back then in 1948. So in 1940, Japan was cancelled. Olympic, Olympic was cancelled in Japan. Ah. Oh. In the 1940. So the only times the Olympics were cancelled were usually in Japan. Only. Damn, that's nuts. I want to know how freaking anti-vax people would react to this. And what would happen if one oh, of them... Oh, mate. Like, think about it. Like, how uh, how, would they, how would they actually react? The elderberries and the fucking essential oils. That would just fix them up right up. Healing crystals? Yeah, well, they, they aren't affected. <laughs> like, I want to know what would actually happen if they actually get coronavirus. And, like, there's a vaccine to use. Would they actually take it or not? Or just uh, deal I don't know. I don't think so. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. No, I think right now the consensus is that this is just like a conspiracy theory thing with you. Now for the government to make money off us. Yeah, then. stuff like that. But then they're very against any vaccines in general. Yeah, those are just stupid. Or maybe, or maybe this is the step in the face that they need to realise. 
I mean, the if they are... get sick and they become hospitalized, then they're going to have to get the vaccine, I think. No, you can still legally say no, you don't want the treatment. Even if you're lacking your intensive care and stuff? Uh, obviously, that's a bit different. Probably You'd have to be... ask about that. You're, There's you're no vaccine right now, so... She would know about the procedures about this. Who? Yes. Uh, Kevin. She's a nurse. She would know oh, about this. Oh, but she's not a nurse. In, like, a general nurse. She's a uh, mental health nurse. And they're uh, exempt for most things. Uh, yeah, I, I... Like, general duties and stuff. Because they're not trained in that. This was really a uh, shit show, wasn't it? Oh, there's so much to cover about with coronavirus. It's nuts. It, 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 it's, it's very broad. Very broad. Because it's such no, a yeah, shit show. Because we talked about shit. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Come on. Do I have to explain it? <laughs> God. Any any bargains because of the coronavirus? Actually, a lot. Clothes on sale. Online clothes. Retailers who have clothes are selling. Yeah, isn't it huge right now for online retailers? Yeah. Online shopping. Because you can't really go in. Can't really I, thought, go. I thought like... Matt said he had no orders, that's why he doesn't have a job. Yeah, because we're going into like a recession. Yeah, yeah the, the market's going to dip like crazy throughout the whole year. And it's not going to recover for like hey. a couple of years at least. Hey, this is where you start to invest. Stonks. Yeah. yeah, freaking the others are investing already. Matt, fucking, they keep talking about it, bro. Yeah, we have some friends who are investing right now and they're still learning. They're still learning about no, how... They've only just started, yeah. There's, there's a lot. Um, how you do it, basically. How it all works. Are they, but are it they, is interesting. They, I've thought about dabbling into that kind of market before. Are they entrepreneurs now? Sorry, what? Hold on. Entrepreneurs? Entrepreneurs. Entrepreneur. Uh, that's the future. <laughs> that's not now. Not yet. Maybe, maybe 10 years down the line, you'll hear me talk about that. Any other last things you guys want to say? Uh, one last thing. One last thing, one last thing. Yeah. I just want to say one last thing that I would like to say is... Um, I, a little, a little I know we're pretty, we're quite, we're really quite new to this kind of thing, doing podcasts. I like to think of it as just talk to my friends about things. Or like, talk to my friends about events or life in general. Things we usually talk about to ourselves, but not in recorded form. You know, with more experience, it's probably be a better podcast, right? I mean, everyone's got to start somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Alright, so with that note, we'll close it off for tonight. If you guys have any feedback, any questions, comments, you know, give us an email. We're more than happy to have a look at it. So our email is riceandmikespodcast at gmail.com. So that's a letter N. Uh, so that's rice, letter N, mikes, M-I-C-S, podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you think. If there's anything we need to improve on, uh, anything at all, send us an email. Or a topic you want us to discuss. Yeah, all that too. All right, we'll sign off for tonight. See you later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye. And next, for a word from our sponsors. Oh, yeah. Until we get sponsored. If I get sponsored.